Welcome to Her Growth Podcast. Are you looking to get off the hamster wheel and find your way? Her Growth stems from women growing every day in this new world that we're living in, providing a community to learn, grow, and gain knowledge to help make us a better version of ourselves. I'm your host, Nadine Alvarado. And I'm your host, Sierra Brito. We have created a platform amongst us women who are going through similar situations in life, having discussions to help us grow, gain knowledge, and connect and build in our own personal growth. Now let's jump into the episode. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good. All right. Today's topic is difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. So how do you take that? Oh my God. I just, when you say beautiful destinations, I just like, I'm picturing like vacation, water, like, (laughs) like freedom and just like, ah, like I'm here. I did it. Like the road was difficult, but the destination is beautiful uh it, it it also like when you travel like you know how you're traveling and it takes like two three days to get like travel time and then when you get there you're like oh it was worth it all that traveling and I'm here it's worth it so that's kind of how I feel but I feel like we had a a kind of direction here with this topic for um like experience and a lot of things that I've been going through trying to trying to launch like relaunch I guess my website trying to relaunch my brand and it's been difficult it's taken me years to get here uh and I'm finally I finally like the other day finally just kind of had all the size all the sizes, like the whole size run, had the pieces done, everything is in order, everything is finalized. And I think that was the first time that I've ever really had it like done in that way. Like before it was like piece by piece, or it was like kind of a few pieces were done and sold out really quickly, but it never was like enough for the customers to all have like like I had everything available or I had that style available for everyone to purchase or the or my customers to purchase in all sizes. So that's how we kind of came up with this topic. And I called Nadine like after it was done and I launched the collection and I just started screaming and she's like what's wrong what happened and I was like I'm done I did it <laughs> so beautiful destination like it was such a struggle but it was I got I did it it took years but I did it and I'm happy I love that how a destination doesn't always pertain to like a location a place it could also be a life changing milestone milestone exactly <laughs> and it's it's just it's crazy of how how long you worked on this how long it's kind of thing after thing after thing you've had to overcome and you finally or you when you launch and then you know I made the purchase and 
you're like, hey, you're my guinea pig because I didn't even get a try. You already bought one first. And I was like, well, I was kind of like waiting for it to launch because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I bought one. And it was exciting to hear that from you. It was exciting to see the relief it sounded like, well, to really hear the relief. It, like I can hear it in your voice, how much came off your shoulders. Like I did it. And like, you're, like I, I was so proud because I know how hard you work towards it and you didn't give up. Like you pushed, even when you had a couple of hiccups, you're like, nope, I got to do it. Like I got to do it. And that's the beauty of the power we as individuals have. Like we can choose to stop or we can choose to keep going. Like every road that has a beautiful, like, for example, like hikes, let's just use metaphors. Like there's these beautiful hikes you get to when I've done like the Havasu Pie hike or I've done the big pine hikes. It's like miles and miles of dirt and hiking and you're tired, you're exhausted. But when you get to the destination at the end and there's these beautiful glaciers, these beautiful waterfalls, it's all worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just you're able to see what your hard work created. You're able to see other people have your garments on. That's going to be the crazy part is when you're going to start seeing people buying them, you're going to start shipping them out. You're going to start seeing people tag you in their posts on social media. And you're going to be like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so exciting. And like you said, it's, it's a choice not to give up. Like you make that choice in your mind not to give up. And I've given up so many times. I started over so many times. I swear I, I've been working on this for years and years and years. And when I say this, I don't mean the actual, like the label, the brand. I mean, the vision I've been having the vision and it's not necessarily, oh, the vision of having a intimate pajama line. It was the vision of having a product available for customers to purchase. That was the vision. No matter if it was, if it was, I'm selling a carpet or whatever it was, like, I didn't know where I was going back then, but I kind of never stopped. And I kept listening to the voice inside of me. I kept listening. And and then it's easy to say the voice inside of you because it's easy to say, but not easy to follow. There's voices that I've had negative and positive. I had negative voices inside of me saying, quit, give up, you're tired. Like your brain is just telling you, your mind is telling you all these things. And I just want people to remember that you're not your mind. Your mind is not who you are. That's just the thought of the brain working, right? And there's also um, the positive that's just the feeling, is the core, is the, the energy that you feel. That's a different it's not a thought, it's a feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, completely. So, so it's, so it's kind of like, yeah, you're, you're, you're hearing these thoughts. They're, they're negative, they're positive, they're this, but like, what are you, what are you feeling? What's your, what is your body telling you? What is this like your spirit, your soul is telling you to do? And for so long, I just, the force is just pushing me. Like it's always something like, like a feeling that just like a a nudge that just would never stop bugging me. So I was just like, I just have to just get this out of my brain. I just have to get this out in a physical world of a product that I love 
that I'm passionate about, that I believe in, I need to get it out. So how do you get it out? What do you do? And that's just when I just started to continue to work at it. And yeah, like everything was like, I just feel like there was issue after problem after this, after that. And again, it took so long because I let those problems affect me. I let those problems stop my momentum. I held back. I I procrastinated. I was just like, no, but I never stopped trying because I kept listening to the nudge and finally we're here. It's out. It's available. Orders are coming in and it's exciting. That's the beauty of it. But like, let me ask you this. So when you were going through each of your kind of stops or pauses or whatever you want to call them, how did you figure out your next move? What came to you? Was it like something you had to kind of internally fill in yourself or did you kind of like push yourself like, okay, I need to get this done. Like, this is what I know I have to do. What did you do? Uh, I think what really kind of pushed it, pushed me was I had no backup, like towards the end of the, of the, uh, the launch or the end of, you know, me having all the obstacles to overcome in the beginning I had, you know, I was working nine to five and I always had security. I always had the backup. I always was okay. So if it didn't work, you know, I still had money coming in. I still had security blanket. Um, So I always had something to fall back on. So when I had those obstacles, I was just like, okay, like I'll just try again later. It wasn't a a rush. It wasn't a, a push. I didn't have any, I don't think I had any, uh, I don't know the word. Like it, it just wasn't something that was urgent. And once I left that job and I moved into my own business and I'm now, you know, more of an entrepreneur where I, I wasn't before I, I was, but I wasn't, but I'm all in over here, right? I'm all in on the brand. I'm all in on on my business. I'm self-employed. So now it's more of, I'm falling back on myself. So I, it has to get done. Like I need to make profit. I need to, I need to get it done. Like what else do I have to fall back on? So I think that drove me to just overcome more of the obstacles quickly than before. It was like a fire that was lit under you because that you had no choice is why you yeah I yeah yeah I think that's interesting because some people I've heard stories of like a lot of entrepreneurs saying like I got laid off or I got so stressed out at work like I just couldn't go back and I quit my job you know my six-figure job and I decided to just start my business and then I kind of had no choice but to make it work because I needed to pay my bills and sometimes you look at yourself and you think like, what's it going to take for me to get to that level? And I think everybody's different and everybody has their own path of how they do things. But sometimes a little bit of fire underneath you is what it takes. Yeah, very true. And I also think time, like I had more time 
to put in to get things done. Like before obstacles come up, I'm like, okay, I don't have no time to deal with it. I have to do this. I'm busy. I'm, 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 you know, pulled in so many different areas. It's just like, oh, I just sit back. But also the people around you, like motivate you, like you, like friends, other friends. Like I have people that are close to me that I see that's pushing just as hard as I'm pushing and that's getting things done and, and continue to remind you remind they remind you that it could be done you know like you're not the only one like you have no time to complain right like I can't really complain to you because you're like oh I heard it before I've been there like we have to get it done like yeah I've heard that story I, you can't feel sorry for yourself like <laughs> am I feeling sorry for myself so it's like no, like, let's get it done. Like, you're right. Like, I, I got to keep going. And, you know, other other friends who are, you know, on whatever level that they're on, if you just have that, have those people around you that's continuing to push, it helps you push as well. Yeah, and I think, too, for me personally, it's when people around me inspire me, like you said, like you see them hustle and you see them not giving up and you see them, you know, doing their thing. But it's also about people who understand, because I think that's a key thing, because everybody thinks things are so simple from the outside. You see social media, you think everything's so easy. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to be a business owner, especially when you're the, your own business owner, you're the only one putting in the capital. You're, you have bills to pay. You don't have investors. You're trying to do this on your own. You're trying to make your business look legit. You're look, you want it to look expensive because you need people to pay the money to buy the product. So you need to make sure it looks good and classy. So people assume, and when you're kind of figuring things out there, you know, when's the next product? And it's kind of becoming a little bit of a a push, you're like, it'll get there. It'll get there. And I, for myself personally, try to keep myself managed emotionally and mentally, because sometimes when things don't go exactly the way they're supposed to, it starts becoming these difficult issues and these, yeah, your confidence. Level yeah. And I can't, and I'm like, cause people are asking me like, where's the men's line? When's the men's line? I'm like, trust me. Like, it's coming. It's just, it's not as easy as you think it is. Like the hardware is behind schedule. The leather is, you know, like there's so many pieces that to come to a puzzle for me. Yeah. It's just not that easy just to like get it done. Yeah. Cause I don't have the capital. Like everybody, I don't have these manufacturers who work for just me. Like I don't have these things and people don't understand that. But when you have people around you who do, and who are like, I totally get that. I've had this happen to me. I've had that happen to me. It's kind of like, so it does happen. And you kind of, I, for me, like, I feel relief. Cause like, sometimes like when you're talking to me about some of the issues and I'm like, oh girl, I felt that before, like, or <laughs> vice versa. Like I'm talking to you about something or I'm talking to, you know, my trainer about some stuff for business. And she's like, oh my God, when this happened to me, da, 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 and like tells me her story. So it was like, entrepreneurs go through a lot of similar stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but nothing ever goes as planned. No. And that's why it's so exciting to feel the the beautiful, to see the beautiful destination, right? Because your blood, sweat, and tears is in this. And you're, you're bleeding. You're crying. You're 
you know, it's, it's so many emotions that you're going through to get to this point because like there are going to be times that it's going to hurt, right? There, I don't think no one had it easy. Like there, it's, but you learn. That's another thing. Like you learn so much. All the things that I've learned to get here, I will not take back. Like at all. Like I've been through where my manu- my my uh my my uh not I'm, I'm trying to say product developer, but my um, production team had made an issue where the fusing in a collar was swapped out. But there's so there's multiple style of fusing that goes into the piece. So when I received the sample, perfect, perfect. Okay, good to go, approved. And then when I actually am getting the pieces produced, something told me to ask for a TLP before it's done. Even though I approved the first one, I approved the sample. I didn't approve the production. But of course, the sample should be the same as the production. But that's not always the case because they're cutting, they're grading, they're, you know, there is the trim. Everything is aligned. So now once it's like production time, okay, we're going to need another TLP. I didn't ask for that. I let them kind of go in to do the production. And he's telling me like, oh, I'm a week out. I'm like, hey, I didn't get a TLP for that production. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'm midway. I'll give you the the uh, piece now. I was like, okay, well, you should have done that before, but okay. Here we go. Midway. <laughs> there's a problem. I'm like, wow, like literally there's a problem. I spent all this money on fabric. I spent all this money on cutting, all this money on grading, all this money. And now he's basically like, I'm like, this is wrong. He's like, oh, well, that's just wash it and start over. You cannot wash it and start over after I didn't invested all this money. No, we're going to fix it. So this is where I call, I, I, you know, I'm just like livid. I'm upset. I don't know what to do. I feel like everything failed. I, I, I don't want to give up because I'm not giving up. But am I, I'm just, just like sitting there as if like I failed again. I failed again. Here we go again. I'm just failing all the fucking time. So then I was like, no, this has to get fixed. So let's figure it out. So I literally had to buy more uh, fabric for them to kind of replace the fusing, no fusing, add another button. So it took like another two weeks to get that done. And that lesson taught me any other production going forward, I I need a sample. I need a sample of the production sample. Not only do I need a sample, sample, I need a production sample, a TLP, and probably a midway sample just to check quality. <laughs> yeah. And that I, I I wouldn't give up because I didn't have like, I had a small run. So imagine if I would have had like 50 pieces. No, I'm thinking like 5,000 pieces, 500,000 pieces, like, these things come big. So me being like small business, I only had like a couple hundred pieces to produce. But I'm thinking that once I get into the thousands, like oh, I can't make that mistake. It's crazy how you learn. And that's the key thing is that as an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to 
make mistakes and hopefully they don't cost you a lot, Mm -hmm. but the mistakes are going to happen because even the best of the best make mistakes. Even the best of the best get scammed. Like there's so many things out there in entrepreneurship. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. And the thing is too, is like when you, for me, like when you look at these other brands, you see them, but you also see, okay, like how much have they invested into the business? Like how much have they put out there? So you have to kind of tell yourself, like gauge yourself accordingly. And no, you don't have thousands to put into marketing. You don't have salespeople hitting the floor and like going out there and selling your stuff. Like when you have those things, things change the game. When you have a photographer who literally works for just you, you can have a photo shoot every day. Yeah. You can have new content all day, every day. You Mm -hmm. have this person, you have like those things cost money unless you can do them yourself. And then that means like you talked about before, you have to have the time. Like I am nowhere near a good photographer. I am the worst photographer ever. I always (laughs) have my friends take the pictures because I just, I'm, I'm not the best at it. So like right now we had a photo shoot a couple weeks, like a couple, about a week ago. And it was an amazing photo shoot. It went really well, but like, I know I needed to hire a photo. Like that's where my focus was because that's my weakness. So I know my money and my budget needs to go towards a photographer because that's my weak point And I need to have her help me for that. Mm-hmm. So other things that I haven't had to pay for, or like, you know, I don't have to have somebody do the product development. I can do that. I don't have to have somebody do the sourcing. I can do that. Cause those are things that yeah. I can do. Even though I've had difficulties doing them because it's been a shit show, (laughs) especially with these manufacturers. I had a manufacturer the other day, send my product, will send my product information to another manufacturer (gasps) I wasn't using anymore, but they just sent like the invoice and asking that person to confirm the address, this and that. So he replies to me like, hey, like, do you have a new bag coming that I don't know about? And I'm like, holy crap. Like, oh, why God. is she talking? I was so mad. So I reached out to my supplier and I'm like, why are you reaching out to uh, my manufacturer? He's not the one who paid you. I am. And she's like, oh, I was just trying. I go, no, what you were doing was what you weren't not supposed to do. I was like, you do that again. We're done. I was like, this is not okay. You don't reach out to just random people to get information. You've been contacting me on our, you know, the way that we contact. Why are you reaching outside of that contact? And sometimes like you have to be stern about things because people want answers because they want it on their time. But when you're the customer, they need to be patient and get your answers from you. And it's just these difficulties have been coming up and you've been having to like stomp them out and handle them. And then you'll get to the destination. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it's they're always new and challenging things. So moving forward for me, like that lesson was, I put her in her place and I told her, I'm the only point of contact. Period. That's it. You're yeah, only going to ever contact me. I will give you all the information that you need. Yeah, and I left it at that. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I said, this is like, this is not okay. I said, you know what? You could have caused a lot of problems because I just told him it, it was a mistake. But because it was a mistake because it wasn't towards him. He wasn't the one who's going to do that bag. So it just kind of created like a little like, hey, what's going on? Well, (laughs) I have other businesses going on. So I have multiple manufacturers. Like I have a lot of different projects happening because you can't always leave, you know, everything in one person's pocket because they hold you. And so you need to be able to build and grow. 
which is what I'm trying to do in my business. That's another thing I want to hear about, like having multiple, like, like what lesson did you learn to get to make that move? Like to have that under like that understanding, like, okay, I don't need to just work with one person. I need to work with multiple people. If one person fail you, then who's your backup person? Or don't think that like that person that's so good uh, is your only go-to. And that reminds me because I'm actually wearing a a piece from my collection like freaking five years ago, maybe (laughs) four years. Oh my God, so long. So I had uh, the person who was making my samples was was a designer and he was like, my favorite person and I just thought that if he didn't make my pieces my samples like the production team they're not going to follow the right path because he's so like particular and he's so great and every every stitch is right every detail is like perfect so I was very fearful, like if I don't work with him anymore, like is my brand going to survive? Will they, you know, will the production team have anything to mimic that that was, you know, up to my level, my standards? So that's probably a good thing to know. Like, don't just rely on one, one person, one company, one factory, have two or three, you know, to fall back on. Because if you need to, you're they're there like test them out while you're working with one and if that's good okay just keep them in your back pocket keep them in your contacts is you know if anything needs to happen if you need to pivot then hey you know that person could get sick or something and god forbids but you know anything could happen and you need to go to the second person they're available and you already created some product that you're okay with yeah i I think it's important as a business owner to have multiple contact. Cause even this is like, I've learned in my industry as my job, like my regular job, we never have just one supplier for any product or ingredient that we're bringing in. We have mm-hmm. our original, our core supplier who we usually have in a contract negotiated with, but we also have usually two or three other suppliers that we could potentially buy that product from. That isn't the base. I wouldn't want to buy it from them because it's a lot, it costs a lot more or whatever mm-hmm. it is, or they're not always guaranteed, but it's you have them in your back pocket. So when your supplier is yeah. like, especially right now with the, with, after the pandemic and all the shortages we've had across the countries and the world, really, we've had to where suppliers are like, Hey, I cannot fulfill your contract. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And so I had other contacts like, Hey, like, do you have this product? Like, yeah, we have it because they bought like a gross amount. And so they're able to sell it off. Cause that's what happens too, is that there's these small kind of, I'll call them like brokers. Like they buy your products and then they go and sell them at a higher price because they can buy them in the bulk. Cause they'll buy like a truck, two truckloads full compared to me. I'm only buying like, you know, a couple of, a couple of layers. So having multiple sources for any business is always a good thing to have because you Never want to, let's do that saying, you never want to leave all your eggs in one basket because then you just are get screwed. Right. But you also don't want to burn any bridges. So as you grow, if your business who you are working with can't grow with you, then you let them know, like, you're not able to grow with me where I'm at, but I'm able to have you do this project, but you're going to give your other projects to somebody else. Like, 
you have to somehow keep the peace and to make sure you don't just like, well, you're no good, Lamar, you're done with you. You walk away because that's how bad reputations happen in any industry. And industries are very small. Mm -hmm. So you always want to make sure you try to do your best to keep things as professional as possible, even if it's on their end where they've been doing you shady and you're like, look, we, we don't have time for this. I need to move on. I'll keep you in the back burner until you get your stuff together. Call me like, and then you kind of put it on them. Like this is on you. So you call me when you're ready to move to work. Cause you know where I'm at in my career, my business, and this is where I need you to be. You can't be there. Therefore call me when you're ready. And sometimes it'll make them kind of like, she's right. Like we're not there. Yeah. I think overall to close this up is the difficult roads that we all go through, whether they're personal business related, work related, whatever it might be. When you finally start getting through those difficult roads and you get past them and you start coming across, it might not be like the final destination, but it could be like the little views on the way there. Like you're thinking of a road trip. You go through, you see this beautiful view. Then you go through this, like you said, because it's a couple hour trip, but you get to each place, wherever it might be. And you just admire what you have accomplished. Yeah. And just like how you said, like I did this launch and it's not exactly what you wanted, but it was a huge milestone for you because you needed to do this for so long. You've had in your head, like just, sitting there like, launch me, launch me, launch me. And now you finally <laughs> yeah. did it. And so now you're like, oh, yeah. the next one. Like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, that's, like that's the energy and that's the passion. And that's the, that's what's kind of built into people. And it could be around a lot of personal things. Even if it's like you lose two pounds, you lose five pounds. Like, you know how good you feel when you lose those first five pounds? It comes off and it's like, those are like the hardest five pounds ever. And then you get to a little bit more and then you plateau and then you got to figure out your best. So there's so many different ways you go through difficult roads. But when you get to that final destination and you're in that pair of pants that you've been wanting to wear for so long, you just feel amazing. Yeah, you do. That's great. That's so good to hear. It's so good to hear, too, like. Having to pivot when you need to or have backup suppliers, our manufacturers, sample makers, fabric houses, like whatever, have backup. Um, just understanding like if you hit, come across like a rock that's in the way, like it's okay to take a break or it's okay to kind of reset and, and keep pushing if that's what's driving you, if that's what you need to do do it because there's going to be obstacles like there are going to but these obstacles are not just obstacles these are lessons that you need yes. for your life for your business for your future for your everything that you're going through like you need to overcome these like even like I, I go all the way back to personal breakups like I needed to go through that I I, I think good I thank you for having me go through that you know like whatever it was it's like great I needed I needed the wake-up call I, I needed the experience I needed the lesson now I'm on a better path and I know how to survive in this space that I'm in because I've overcame all of that so I kind of like 
now I feel like you and I both are like looking forward almost to obstacles to come the way so we can knock them out the way. Like, oh, thanks for the learning lesson. Oh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how you have to look at life now. Like, no stress. Just how do you get over it? Yeah. How do you get past it? How do you, how do you deal with it? And that's kind of where you have, for me, you have other people with the same kind of mindset around you who are like, this is what I've seen, or this is what I've experienced. This is what I've heard. And everybody's advice you can listen to doesn't mean you have to take it, but just having positive people around you who give you that, that push to say you can do it. And not yeah. the people telling you, well, I will then give up and just finish. Like who does it? It doesn't matter. Like that is where I don't want to be around the negativity. No, but like you said, yeah, like you said, it's inspiration. And I feel like a lot of people, friends should not get that confused with, with anything else. Like when you have good people around you and you have like good friends and your friends inspire you, that's good. Like, don't think of it as a competition. Don't think right. of it as, uh, they're doing this and I'm not doing that or, or whatever. Cause I get that way. And I think you really, you brought it up to me where I was like comparing myself <laughs> to Rihanna and not comparing myself to her, but the brand I, I got, I was telling you like, Oh, like I had this in my, my, I had this in my head for so long before the Fenty. I had this in my head for years and she's now freaking a billionaire. And I'm just now launching like a whole full line after all these years. And you had to like, like take a step back. Like, no, you're not Rihanna. You're you. Like Rihanna has a whole team. She has all this money to do whatever she wants. You can't compare yourself to her. You only could compare yourself to you. This is the, the space you were in. These are the thoughts that you had. These are the moves that you needed to make for yourself. And now you're here and you're, you you feel good. So let's just keep moving forward. And that was so enlightening. It just made me just calm down and say, yeah, you're right. Like I, I should be comparing myself to anyone but myself. And my friends that are inspiring me, just I want them to continue to inspire me and I want to inspire them. So I think we should take that as like a good thing. Don't ever take it as another, like a negative. Exactly. And I, I can't agree more to close this out. Like, I think that that's a great way to do look around you, see who inspires you, see who you kind of want to whose brain you want to pick reach out to them and see if you can start picking their brain you yeah. just never know who's open to helping guiding and providing information to you that you didn't think to ask it might not be somebody you really really are close to but it could be somebody you follow or somebody you admire and whatever it might be allow them to help you and if they're not willing to then that's a different conversation but most people are willing to help and and kind of guide you and just be you, be authentic yeah. and be willing to go through these difficult situations and rows ahead of you because the destination at the end is so dreamy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Okay. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Please share and subscribe for more episodes and follow us on social media.